of three, two, one, and we are live with Sam Markle and Ron Swanson. And Paula M is going to be joining us shortly. Yes. Huge thank you to everyone for spending time with us this evening. And if you have got any questions, this is live. Wherever you are watching this in the world, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, please put your hey, questions in the, in the chat. And it's great to see Sam back. And this evening, we're going to be talking about cancel culture, Russell Brand, yeah. craziness that's going on around the world. Yeah. And you were just telling me, Sam, that in America, you don't think it's as bad as the UK. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're experiencing it as heavily as you guys are. I mean, I think I think because we're a larger country, because we've got the Senate, we've got Congress, we've got these massive, wonderful, spread out legislative bodies. I feel we're somewhat more protected than you guys are in smaller countries from globalism, from tyrannical rule, from you know, from, from a lot of what's going on right now. And so there's a lot to be said for written constitutions. Yeah. Yeah, so you think that's insulating you versus what's happening here in Europe? Um, there have been serious attempts at eroding it. There have been, as you know, when we talk about cancel culture, we talk about censorship. Um, there have been so many attempts at limiting freedom of speech, limiting the right to bear arms. And so... You know, from a logically, from a globalist perspective, if you want to conquer, you have to divide, you have to demoralize, you have to break down whatever it is that keeps social structures strong. And so, so we've been seeing these attempts at eroding our strength from every corner of the ballpark, our freedom of speech, our school system. Parents aren't allowed to parent in some places. The government wants to step in and take control to the extent of gender mutilation of children. No, your, your children can undergo these procedures and you don't have a right to know about it. Like these are these are pretty heavy duty examples of attempts at destroying our constitutional rights, destroying the rule of law and pushback works. But here in the United States, in Democrat run states, it's really harder for parents who want their rights respected, individuals who want their rights respected, to buck that system because the legislators and the governing bodies are, you know, pro-woke ideology. So what do you do? It works, but God, it's an uphill battle. That's so where we're at. There's a back do you think there's a backlash against it right now that could gain momentum, or do you think it's going to get worse? Uh um, I think it's gaining momentum, and I don't know if it's true, but I read an article that said something to the effect of Klaus Schwab panicking that his uh, agenda 2030 might not come to fruition. I was like, yeah, uh, because <laughs> really, it's like, no, Klaus Schwab, you eat bugs. I'm not eating bugs. And I think most of us feel that way. And if you want to depopulate, hey, here's an awful idea. Start with yourselves. You know, don't depop, don't depopulate us. Go depopulate yourselves. So um, I think pushback is working here, and that's why he's concerned, as he I should be. Throw, throw, throw a question at you, Sam. I heard the other day uh, a couple of people debating uh, Biden's administration systematically uh, disassembling the middle class, so that there is only two classes left in America: the mm. the, the the wealthy and the poor. 
And right. they explained it over pipelines that used to run from Mexico to Canada and how they're basically creating the higher oil prices. Do you know anything about that or can maybe comment on that? Because I thought that was a really interesting point. And I don't know nothing well, about American politics. So it, it, I mean, it I, I think I think I think that's straight out of ZZ Ping's playbook. If we okay. look at the fall of Afghanistan, if you look at breaking down of the um, power structure in terms of who controls the resources globally, the okay. whole Afghanistan thing was targeted at controlling lithium for energy. So Xi Jinping definitely kind of benefited from Afghanistan falling, the Taliban taking over, Great Britain and the United States having to pull out. And, you know, so there's an abundance of lithium, uh, Bagram Air Base, roads that go up to easily transport the lithium. That was all by design. So one of the other, I think, um, key components to this agenda. I don't think it's just Klaus Schwab. We're also looking at communists and other dictators who benefit from this global partnership in that they want, and they've made it clear, this is not a conspiracy theory. They have said verbatim that they want to reign superior. Well, on a massive planet with billions of people, how do you do that? You can't really rule people who are spread out all over the planet. So it makes better sense to open up the borders, corral them all in, try to create 15-minute cities, deplete the resources, make it so that they can't really fight and win a war, so that they're all kind of stuck in these congested little cities to rule not only the people, but the resources, redistribute the wealth, make it so people yeah. can't afford to... Um, to compete in other words and what that means is that 95 97 or 8 i think it's more like percent of the wealth is held by two percent of the population so you don't have that middle class because the middle class middle class exemplifies strength you know people with middle class have in, uh, in the middle class have great buying power they have great political power um, as a demographic. And so you want to eradicate that if your goal is to globally dominate. And yeah. they've been doing it right out of the playbook perfectly. So I, you know, I think it's all part of, you know, it's all part of the plan. And the other thing too is it's not a conspiracy to say, hey, they want us to eat bugs. They, you know, they want the vaccines to um, create sterile youth and prevent us from our normal breeding strategies they want um you know the myocarditis they want us to die and be sickly i'm just saying this as a matter of opinion because it suits and it facilitates rather a depopulation agenda and i'm not imagining a depopulation agenda klaus schwab said in no uncertain terms that he wants to see the global population cut in half by 2030 so how do you do that? You have to make sure that people can't breed. You have to make sure they're poor. If you want them eating bugs, you want them being sickly. You want to corral them all into these crowded cities where crime is skyrocketing. So they'll commit crime and kill each other off. The laws aren't being enforced. The constitution isn't being uh, upheld and, and uh, defended. So that being said, everything that's happening is destructive. It's designed to depopulate and to allow the global elite, China, Russia, Iran, uh, to control. 
And so here we are feeling like we're looking like Venezuela. Why is that? Because we are. I don't think it's a coincidence that Joe Biden um, went to Venezuela. I mean, I think he got some tips out of the playbook. Here's how you crash your whole country and make it look like Venezuela. And so people walk around the streets here joking that we're going to have to start selling trash bags to live. I don't think it's going to go that far because thank God we've got Donald Trump. We've got RFK Jr. We have the powers that be who are going to make sure that the deep state doesn't win this and CCP doesn't win this. Um, I, I, just, I think, I wanna, yeah. I just want to say there's a lot of support for you, Sam, in the side chat. Can we all put a one in the side chat? If you would like Sam to hurry up, get our own channel started and start pushing out content that informs the world like this, spam us with some ones, people. Also, while you're spamming, leave a like. Make sure you're subscribed. If you're not subscribed, push the fucking button. It's one of the few things left in 2023. Let's go. Sam, but I've got to call you to account here. Our politicians told us they were going into Afghanistan for women's rights and to stop the opium. Of course they were. Well, okay, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And you watched what happened. You watched what happened. Remember, Joe, Joe Biden didn't even consult with Great Britain before pulling out. I mean, I saw people in Great Britain crying. That was deleterious to Great Britain. Great Britain had no time to plan, no time to pull out. And furthermore, I don't know if you recall this, but Joe Biden met with President Ghani as the Taliban were closing in. Uh, let's do this math. He met with President Ghani when an early airstrike would have prevented the takeover of Kabul and Afghanistan entirely. And you know what he told President Ghani? He said, do nothing. Like who in their right mind says, don't defend your country? Don't defend, you know, don't defend everything. So between leaving $86 billion, billion dollars worth of high-tech military equipment in the hands of the Taliban, this is a no-brainer. This is like the biggest, duh, WTF on the planet. Who does that unless your goal is to totally destroy our national security, our foothold on you know, resources as a superpower. Make us look like bulls on the world stage. Damage our NATO alliances. I mean, that definitely hurt our relationship with Great Britain. I heard people talking about it. And so, you know, so many lives were lost. Those women who were supposed to be educated were now catapulted back into the brutal hands of the Taliban, meant to cover their faces. They were being slaughtered. They're not allowed to go to school anymore. So how did that work out, Joe Biden? You know, what about that? And and even Mark Milley, all of them, Anthony Blinken, what about that withdrawal made sense? What about that withdrawal was good? I don't know. You do the math for me because I'm I can't I can't work the numbers. It's not there. But it's, you know, nice glazing over it all. It's like it's like putting um candy coating on a turd and trying to get people <laughs> to say it tastes good no, no <laughs> nothing, nothing about just, nothing about that was good can we just say as well more ones in the chat if you're loving the fact that sam's not talking about her sister for once because that is just <laughs> the best i just want to point that out no. to people I just want to point let's, that out let's not forget we had over a thousand percent increase in the opium and we've got the Psychedelic Fish has got the first viewer question of the night for Samantha. 
What are Sam's thoughts on the US military laying the groundwork to reinst- reinstitute the draft? Ooh. Um, I, I, I think that's crazy right now on the grounds that this is not a real war. We don't, you know, uh, we're not defending our own borders. This country has gone to hell in a handbasket by design. None of this was accidental. So we're going to deplete our resources. We are going to um, we're going to shut down some of our best um, ships, um, fighter planes. In other words, we're hobbling our military, depleting our resources. We wouldn't yeah. be able to fight a war. What do they want to just send our troops overseas just to get rid of them so we can't fight and win a war at home? That makes no sense. Let's put our troops at the border. We don't need a draft. We need to secure America. We need to make sure that that this country, for everything that our founding fathers, our servicemen and women have fought and died for, that that was not in vain. We need to take care of America first. And that's not selfish. We can't help the rest of the world if we become Venezuela and we are destitute. What the hell is this administration doing? I think it's total treason. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to call it like it is. Uh yeah, no draft. That would be ridiculous. And and I don't I don't know anybody who would want patriotism. You know, certainly with us megas, but patriotism right now is a scary thing. There are a lot of people who don't feel that that sense of inspiration and certainty and unity. I, look at the woke military. I don't know a lot of people right now who would want to go. Uh, even in a draft and go fight a war, especially like Vietnam, like we didn't learn then, go fight a war wondering what what it's for. Why are we doing this? This makes no sense. Our borders are open. We've already overextended ourselves in Ukraine. And I think a lot of people are questioning propaganda that makes uh, Russia look like the bad guy. when really I think Ukraine is integral in a lot of this and there are questions about slush fund money and where all of that money is going to, because we don't see Ukraine being rebuilt. There are a lot of question marks. So I think that contributes to a decline in patriotism and a draft would be asinine. I think it would be so treasonous and crazy. Yeah. Good evening, Paula. Hello, hello, how are you guys? Hello, Sam, hello, Sean, hello, Ron. I just, I've just listened to you, Sam. I mean, I'm Canadian. I don't know if you guys know that. I'm, I'm, I'm also Canadian. And it's, I mean, what's happened in the parliament, Canadian parliament. <laughs> I don't know if it should be funny or embarrassing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy what is going on yeah. here. But I what's think the you're, worst you're talking, part of it is the lack of you're talking about the Polish guy, right? The whole Polish the Ukrainian or... guy, the Ukrainian guy, <laughs> okay. who was uh, who Parliament proudly introduced as fighting against the Russians during World War II. I mean, yes. even yeah, yeah, if yeah, you've yeah. never, even if you don't know anything, you would know who the Russians were fighting yeah. against. And yeah, he wasn't Polish. He was Ukrainian, and it's Poland that's asking him to be extradited. That my brain got confused there. Yeah, that's that's a that's an absolute belter. Like, who accidentally invites a Nazi to the party? That's all I'm saying. That is beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> no, but, but two uh, standing ovations. 
And now everybody's oh. blaming everybody. Oh, no, yeah. Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, I can't stand. He's such a W-A-N-K-E-R. Um, <laughs> um, now he's blaming the poor guy, this, uh, the speaker of the house resigned. It should be Justin Trudeau. The buck stops there with him. Are you telling me that the RCMP didn't veto this guy? I mean, really, are we that bad in Canada? It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Well, listen, we've not really touched on any of the main topics this evening. And before we dive into it, Sean, is there any headlines along Russell Brand that we can dip into uh, just so that we're up to date on anything that's maybe popped up before we dive into this? Well, just to give everybody a summary then of what's happened. Sure. So the allegations came out in a Channel 4 program called Dispatches, say, accusing him of the R word and the SA word, four alleged accusers and you know it divided this nation but over the days since then more and more people have become suspicious as we've seen the uk government ask various social media platforms to demonetize russell and we have seen rumble refuse and the uk government threaten rumble through ofcom even to the point where they said that if rumble proprietors set foot on british soil we could have throw them in prison so wait, wait, this wait, is... wait, 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 what? That one I yep. didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, think, oh, think about no. that. There's going to be a mistake somewhere there. They can't. No, no, there's, there's not. Think about this, Paula. We're talking about that is what is put on terrorists, okay? If you're a terrorist to this country and you step foot in Britain and you're a terrorist, we arrest you. This is the CEO of a social media platform refusing to demonetize right. someone on allegations now being told they'll right. be arrested. Just let that wash over your brain for a second. Sure. And They're saying the that Ofcom can block Rumble and have the proprietors arrested if they set foot on British soil. That's Madness. the United Kingdom guys... Parliament or the yes. United Kingdom yes. saying that? UK, I mean, UK government, real, yeah. This is for real. I, is for I, have real. A, <laughs> I have a question, you know, I, and I was thinking about this this morning. I thought, wow, that we're all talking about this, that people are talking about this globally um, in terms of actually you know, canceling a person, a person's livelihood. And it's not just Russell Brand, you know, like what they're doing to Dan Wooten too, what they're doing to anybody who is influential, um, anybody who is um, powerful that gets in the way of the global elite or their agenda and that inspires people and that gives people alternatives to thinking outside of the woke narrative. It's like, they're considered a threat and they're canceled. And I don't mean by canceling like the, the 1980s definition or the old definition. We're canceling you. Therefore, we're not associating with you. Oh, it goes way beyond that. It's yeah. without even going to a court of law Correct. where guilt Correct. beyond a reasonable doubt has to be shown. We are going to destroy your life. We're going to make sure yeah. you can't have friends. We're going to make sure we destroy your professional life, your ability to... Yeah, your ability to feed yourself and make money and pay all of your bills. Like, don't you think it's incredibly reminiscent of the 1600s and witch hunts where without any merit, any evidence, we don't like you. We feel like you're a threat. Maybe you're buying too much land in the area. So we're going to label you a witch. And we're going to have everyone in the town going. Absolutely. Oh, well, isn't that a fantastic no, Isn't but, that a but, fantastic but, business model, Sam? If you were the evil but, villain, that's a fantastic business model. No, it, it's it's a model for social mental illness at its ugliest. And yeah. I say that because 
you know, that's what the courts are for. So now these nut jobs on social media have decided because they're so narcissistic, we are we are social media, you know, influencers. We are we're people, you know, participating. We're trolls banging keyboards is what we really are. We have decided that you're not worthy of living. So we are going to crucify you and we are going to put ourselves above the courts and the justice system. Get the hell out of Dodge. Who well, do you nut jobs think you are vilifying and destroying people because you hear something and you're being reactive, not proactive and deciding to socially label them to the extent that their lives are destroyed and you haven't seen an iota of evidence to back up all of this group thing psychosis that you are caught up in the swell of, but you're going to run with it. Well, I have a question. How the hell would you feel if it was you? How would you feel if you were Russell Brand? No, serious narcissists. How would you feel? I don't know. Maybe you can't empathize, but that's something you need to think about because guess what? I was thinking about this this morning too. It's like Nazi Germany and McCarthyism. When you start to censor and go after people, with very little fact and in many cases no merit first they come for them then they come for you and if you think you're so special rob reiner and the rest of you Alyssa milano whoopi goldberg all of you you're in a business that predicates itself on freedom of speech and expression and you're demanding that other people can't talk other people should be censored other people should be destroyed you're next in line punk and if you think you're not, you better take a good hard look because all of this is being backed by China and the global elite. And guess what? In China, you don't get to be LGBTQ trans with all of this freedom running around partying, thinking that the government is doing this for your benefit. So you have all these freedoms and you can silence everyone who's conservative and everyone who doesn't agree with you. You know why they're doing it? They're baiting the hook. They're making you think and run with the ball. They're making you think that this is for you so you can have your freedom while you silence everyone else. But have you noticed in their countries, they don't allow this. They would imprison you or execute you. So when I say you're next, they're not going to let you have freedom of speech when and if they take over. So when you vote for Democrat leaders and you live in a blue state and you think all of the censorship is a good thing, you better ask yourself, am I next? I would bet my life that you are, and you will regret advocating for censorship and cancel culture. That's all she wrote. Damn. God yeah. damn. I need to ask no. you something. What is that bill in the UK that's waiting for the royal assent right now? That has to do with censorship or something like and two things there's two things that one and that northern if i believe northern ireland guys has i think they signed a new law that accused people of you know sa or r yeah. cannot be named until they investigate i mean until their things are fully makes, which yeah. I, I believe is a great thing to do because yeah, people right. who accuse are protected and even after the accusations are proven false, they're still protected, while the yeah. reputation of these people who are falsely right. accused is completely canceled. That's number yeah. one. Yeah. Number two, what is that here, that bill that has passed parliament, 
where people are freaking <laughs> out because it has just waiting for Charles to give it its royal assent and apparently has to do with censorship. Well, this is what Russell Brand is talking about. The online <laughs> safety bill, which has passed Parliament, it's waiting for the royal assent and then it will become law and then Ofcom will formally take on our role as the regulator for online safety. They've already threatened uh, GB News so it looks like yes. a way that Ofcom, which traditionally controlled the TV stations, is now going to be able to control other areas such as GB News on the internet. So they're expanding the control over freedom of speech. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, see, here's the big problem with that. I agree to a certain extent that with freedom should come responsibility. In other words. I don't think people should be able to get online and engage in defamation, libel, slander, hate speech, or threatening speech. Those, I think over over time, over decades, um, under the Constitution and most laws, even old English law, I mean, you have to consider the sources, what, what likely will be the outcome of certain legislation. And when you allow people just to run around and say whatever they want, you, it, it's a recipe for social chaos and danger to others. And, and by doing that, you're infringing on others' um, right to the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness when you step over those boundaries. But I think Ofcom generally, I think some of these bodies now, global bodies that want to come in and limit speech and label everything as disinformation or misinformation, that's a, a tyrannical control mechanism. So I think we have to draw the line at, does it constitute hate speech? Does it, is it threatening? Is it defamatory? Because you should be allowed to speak your opinion. If you don't like me, I don't really care. You should be allowed to say that. But when you start saying I'm a yada yada, you better be willing to prove it or you can be sued. And I think therein lies the, the boundary so Ofcom, though, I think wants to make it so like, I don't know if you've noticed on Twitter and on Facebook, you can't say certain words, you can't say biatch, you can't say this is um, crazy, you can't say the cray cray word, like there are certain words, even if you say, I think this is crazy, you'll still get that little flag that says our community doesn't like that. That's against our community standards. Well, screw you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit around and engage in niceties all day. I should be allowed to speak my opinion as long as I qualify it as this is my opinion. I think that blah, blah, blah. But you can't make false misstatements of fact that are injurious to others because that becomes defamation, which is different under the law. Ofcom gen generally, I think, wants to control speech so that we're all, you know, engaging niceties all day long and that we are compliant um, because you compliant. don't get freedom of speech in China. You don't get freedom of speech in Russia. And gotta... yeah. But it's to, it's to protect the kids, Samantha. That's what they're passing all these laws for. <laughs> well, and that, but, but on television, yeah, right. On television and on your devices, <laughs> that's where you have a little chip and that's where you can label things. You know, you have a little thing on, on X that says, you know, you don't want to see sensitive content. You can label some of your material as sensitive so that minors, you know, th at least there's a warning. You can also, you also have the opportunity on your pages on X and Facebook to accept and reject followers. If you know they're minors or you think you are, 
clearly you wouldn't want that kind of following if you are expressing yourself in a very adult even and political way so we have the ability to use discretion and that's another wonderful thing about our freedom is that you know if if someone like ofcom and globalists totally take over we don't even have the ability to choose not only the material that we want to be exposed to and that we want to produce and and how we express ourselves but we won't have a lot of say in who we allow in and out everything will be just blanket niceties so that you know five-year-olds can watch your page i don't know about you but i don't think that's appropriate in an adult world so i think their goal is one of tyrannical control um i don't think there are any valid arguments in favor of general censorship i think you know like everything is um case by case and it, in its appropriate context so if off was smart they would be considering that instead of trying to generalize to everything because then we're done we're done as yeah. an evolving society when someone does our thinking and our speaking for us yeah. well i think we're done anyway because the laws for defamation are there to begin with number two yeah. i think that people um now disagreeing with somebody it's considered hate speech if you say a lie in public, if somebody says a lie in public and you call out that lie, that's considered hate speech because X person was speaking his or her truth, right? So facts and truth, truth by, by fact is an offense now. You're not allowed to call out somebody and say, wait a minute, but you lied. That's a provable lie. You're not allowed to say that because that's hate speech so i don't believe right. there should be censorship i really don't because right. i was doing a live today with with my members and that was what the live was about the whole thing you samantha you sean you ron we know what people want to watch because we get the views count if somebody doesn't yeah. like what you have to say don't watch it they right. don't they don't you can right. see for the people who watch it you have the power to switch the channel. When I was a young kid, I was my grandpa's remote control. When my grandpa didn't want to watch something, he said, you know, Paula, go change the channel because, you know, that thing didn't exist. So his grandkids were his control remote, you know, and, you know, it's done by the TV, switching the channel, you know, until he got something he liked. Now it's much easier. All you have to do is go up and down the channel or whatever you want to watch. So I don't believe, I mean, you see, that guy, that that gay guy who did that Smith, his last name is Smith. That everybody was louding. Sam, Sam Smith. Sam Sam, Smith. Sam Sam's a huge fan. Yeah. On Prime Television, there was no censorship. This is the Grammys where where teenagers are watching, and yeah. he was doing all that vulgarity thing there. So that's okay. But yeah, forbid, we just had a reverend Calvin um, Calvin from GB News cancel because he dared to say. I, freedom of speech, you may disagree with Russell Brand. Right. You, that woman is crazy. That woman, I'm sorry. It is my very humble opinion. I stand by Lawrence Fox. I don't I don't like him. But you know what? He has every right to say I wouldn't hit that girl. And I actually talked about it in my members. Right. I said, you know, we, if we go to a bar, we're, we're women. And we listen to a guy saying nasty things about women. I'm not going to go up to that guy and say, hey, should I buy you a drink? Of <clears> course, because <throat> I can hear him trashing women. Yeah. So if well, when you when when you when you talk about that, no, I watched that clip because I I hadn't seen it live. I wanted to see what all of it was about, 
And, you know, to find out that Dan Wooten was suspended so unjustly, I watched that little interlude to slightly laugh under his breath and then brush it off and then say that she's lovely. And it seems like he was diplomatically handling that remark and still they suspended him. That was terrible. He should be fully exonerated because he didn't say or do anything wrong. And here is what is so dangerous about this psychosis of cancel culture is that, you know, we're not only are we not allowed to think for ourselves, but what they're doing by labeling something as hate speech or something racist that's not racist. In other words, they know what issues raise the hackles of the people. They know what buzzwords will incite the most anger and the most social strain and the most division. And so they use them to apply as labels, not only to cancel people, but to intimidate us as the public into compliance. Like, oh my God, that's hate speech. I better never say that again, or this is going to happen to me. And that's, God, it, 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 it seems like communist China make everybody afraid to open their mouths. And if they do it enough and they use public figures as examples of this, how many viewers is that in, in a quarter hour or in a program? We're watching so-and-so be canceled and so-and-so be publicly flogged and labeled as racist or hateful and being canceled. That is going to have a massive social effect on everybody watching. And it's called conditioning. It's how to condition behavior, how to condition people into being compliant. It's really terrifying. So I think viewers need to remember when they see that. You know what? The likelihood of that happening to me is not very high. I'm not going to be conditioned because they're using Dan Wooten or Russell Brand or anybody else as an example. They're not going to do that to us as a public. They've got yeah. another thing coming if they think they are. People need to be aware and have some spinal fortitude and be strong. And remember your freedoms. Remember your intellectual integrity your God-given freedoms and rights to think and speak as a divine human being. And you can't let anyone take that away from you. And I think it's important when you watch, no, when you watch that, remember that. Know, know what their mechanism is. Know what's behind that propaganda. Know what they're trying to do to you and say, uh-uh, just say no. Yeah. Uh, I just want to interject here, right? We need to just take 10 seconds, sorry. There is close to 700 people here. I've seen so much yeah. positive response in the side chat, but we're at 195 likes. What is wrong with you people? Can we just take 10 seconds to go oh. smash? If that doesn't go up to 500, right, I will just cut to a, a meme compilation for 10 minutes if it has to be done, okay? So can we get smashing? Oh, can we get sharing? Thank you, please. I'm I'm sorry, my friend. That's coercion. You simply can't tell them what to do. <laughs> we can ask, and you can bat your eyes. But there you go. Well, Ron, was... You know, like if 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 things happen with Ofcom, yeah. it is censorship at its finest because you have a uh, which is guided by politics. I mean, and, and this is the yep. thing. I live it. I just suffered something about two weeks ago, yeah. and I mean, I can't say very much. I mean, that's how yeah. bad it is. But imagine a third person losing their homes because you opposed a political party and you walk going to your home, you leave your home, 
you drive, you go do your things and you come back and you have four or five military patrols there. Just be careful. And you can't even go into your stuff, but they're going to allow you to take what's some of the stuff that's in the house because that's political opposition and people don't understand. And I've been speaking about it because like any abuse that happens, it starts small because that's how abusive people yeah. start. You know, they start with a little push to see, oh, she didn't react with that push. Yeah. Maybe a little bit shove harder and it escalates. It never de-escalates and it always ends up badly. But you know, Sam, one of the things that, that, that I wanted to ask you about it because it's actually quite scary from my point of view and I'm Canadian and I'm watching Justin Trudeau. I'm watching what's happening. I've seen biased media. I'm seeing it in the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm having a body regulated by idiots dictate what's going to be pushed pushed out or not you know um and it's quite scary because debate there's no longer debate all the f and i really hate to say fake news i really hate to say that but it's all these fake news that are out there because we have a government willing to push a narrative because they want to indoctrinate people to think in a certain way and god forbid you oppose it and i'm shocked about what you said sean about that people are going to be arrested i i'm still i can't this is the united from kingdom ofcom, from ofcom the people that regulate how many swear words you can say on a tv show like let's be honest here it's not like if, if you don't know who ofcom is i mean that's what they do they regulate media i mean it's madness oh Oh my God. Oh my God. I got to ask you a question. Okay. okay. I mean, I, I do think there's a fine line. I do value the old days of having some material considered lewd and this and that, but you have to leave that up to adults and their discretion as to what they want to see, just not pushing it on children. So when you talk about now Ofcom coming in and wanting to relabel certain words as inappropriate or disinformation or unacceptable and you juxtapose that with someone like sam smith swinging his sausage in children's faces or pretending to be peeing on somebody you see drag queens rolling on the ground swinging it in children's faces you see legislation that says it's okay to mutilate the the genitalia of five-year-olds and that sodomizing a minor is only a misdemeanor. You see all of this perverted, crazy stuff. Oh, that's acceptable, but you can't say the word dumb or crazy. You know, it's like they, they want to legislate so they can do whatever the hell they want to do, but conservatives can't have a voice. And more than that, they want you to be intimidated and afraid to speak your mind and be totally comfortable with them speaking theirs, running around the streets, um, running across the, the White House lawn with 10-gallon fake boobs in drag, and, um, and saying that your children can have sex changes and get abortion pills at school and that you have no say in it. So you have no say in the big things. You have no say in the small things. You can't say the word crazy. They just want to control every aspect of life while they engage in glaring hypocrisy and deviance and do whatever they want to psychotic, satanic levels. And you just have to sit there and you can't say anything. What the hell kind of shit is that? You know what? Come get my booty right now because I will not comply 
I'm a mega and it's not about being a mega cult member. You know what being a mega means? It means putting faith, family, national strength and unity, security, honesty, not satanic deviants first. And if that makes megas bad, you you know, you want to step to the curb and I'll show you how to get there. The bottom line is conservatives are being pushed out. So it's like back to Rome. It's like back to ancient Rome. So they can lay around in coliseums with young children naked, feeding them grapes and watching people be torn apart in the coliseums as they amuse their themselves hoarding all of the resources, all of the wealth, and controlling the people. That's exactly what they want. Sorry, we're not having it. Yeah. I wanted to ask you something with Ofcom coming, going through. It's waiting royal ascent. There's two questions I wanted to ask you. One, are, is there any backlash? Are people going to the streets demanding in the UK that this stops? Because how can Parliament not even pass that, number one? And number two, why? you think that the Russell brand accusers are not being named? Is it because people, they don't want people to find out who they are so they can dig dirt on them? Because everybody no. has dirt to hide, you know? And so what do you guys, how do you guys, how does that affect you guys in the UK with Ofcom regulating everything? Well, well, with, with Ofcom, the way they pitched it, and you know, they have got the people who are watching the mainstream media signing up for this, they said today is a major milestone in the mission to create a safer life online for children and adults in the UK. Everyone at Ofcom feels privileged to be entrusted with this important role and we're ready to start implementing these new laws. Very soon after the bill receives royal assent, we'll consult on the first set of standards that we'll expect tech firms to meet in tackling illegal online harms, including child beep exploitation, fraud, and terrorism. So as usual, you know, they're, they're marketing it as this great thing that's going to protect us from these threats. So problem, reaction, solution. Can In I, response to you, yeah, go for it, Samantha. I, no, I want to ask you a question because while you're on that subject, when you talk about child exploitation, when you talk about terrorism, Oh, we, we, will, we want online to be safe, but our streets and our borders are a goddamn disaster. We've got unvetted people from other countries running the streets. You know, laws aren't being enforced. We can't keep on top of it all. Your children aren't safe in the streets, but God, we want it to be safe online. Yeah. What a yeah. crock of malarkey. You know, and until well, they start in the UK and the United States, until the laws are enforced, the borders are secure. It doesn't matter what you do with online safety. That's smoke and mirrors. That's a red herring, my friends. Why don't you start with the safety that's important, that really is an issue when it comes to depopulation, when it comes to your family's ability to, to thrive and be safe and happy. It's not about online, what you can and can't say. That's just ridiculous. It's so, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, what are, how, people, how are people taking it in the United Kingdom? I mean, well, that's, that's what I was just going to say. So I don't know if you know this, but the, the right to protest was removed in the UK. So you now have to apply. If you want to do a protest, you have to apply to where you want to protest and they'll mm -hmm. allocate you a place where you can protest. So that's why people aren't in the streets anymore, because we gave up that liberty for freedom in one of the old... Uh, I believe it was when they sanctioned 
a, a bill in Parliament that if you question any of the official government reports, you can now be treated the same as a terrorist. And it was all pushed through under anti-terrorism laws. Now, <clears throat> I just want to say one thing as well. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for, for tuning in tonight. And it's really important that you let us know if you've got any questions for anybody or uh, what your views are. Now, before we move on, I just want to say to parents, right, Sam, oh, and we've all touched on internet safety and things like this. It's 2023. You wouldn't give your child who's 10 or 11 a car or a gun or a chainsaw, right? You could if they knew how to operate them properly. You know, you have to get a license for a car. You need to now treat the internet as dangerous as these things and if you don't think you have the time or anything like that then you need to seriously ask yourself what am i doing to keep my kids safe because to me giving your kid a mobile device that is set up for example your mobile phone your tablet if it is set up for an adult to use it is the same as leaving your child in walmart all day alone with a bunch of strangers I know that sounds harsh, okay, but I've been at this for seven years now and people still seem to don't get the message. So you need to set up your devices for children. And there's so many built-in securities that will keep your kids safe until they're about 10 or 12 and can Google how to get around these things. And peace of mind is massive. But you shouldn't be sitting about waiting for the government to protect your children online. You should be taking control oh, you of know what? online. That's, that's a great point. When you when you talk about just your kids just Googling how to get around things, yeah. here's where instead instead of platforms punishing adults for conservative political speech or for other things and canceling and shutting down their YouTube accounts, why doesn't YouTube make sure they get rid of all the tutorials that teach people how to commit crimes? You can learn how to do anything on YouTube. Why, if YouTube wants to engage in responsible media, instead of flogging and, and, and you know, flagging people to cancel because they're not woke, why doesn't YouTube go through, you know, their, the, the annals, and I will say the annals, but annals, of, yeah. their, their, of, of their material, their content. So a lot of these tutorials will teach kids not only how to get around it, but how to bootleg devices, how to do horrible things to get around, you know, Apple's restrictions to get around. Okay, well, and a lot of these kids are very smart. So that's where online safety should also well, I, be shared by the platforms. Listen, Sam, I agree and disagree because in a, if, uh, in a, in a, in an uprising situation, right the population needs to ed educate themselves on things like hacking into devices, getting around these things. It's putting them in improper use that's the problem. But us being able to have restrictions on speech is very dangerous. Us being told what we can and can't say, even if it's horrible shit, okay? It's yep. dangerous, okay? Because I, I believe you have the right to call me an asshole, right? I believe that that's totally fine. But I have the right to disagree okay do you see what i mean beat them up no well listen sam's and, point and where sam's point comes in about uh being able to take the law and punish people who are being deaf doing defamation of character people just hide behind aliases and that's the problem and 
I have always said this. It's not the ideas that are bad. It's the people in charge of them. So online passports and all these things that would completely be run by a neo-fascist government that would abuse the power are actually great ideas right. because if someone says something horrible about you, sue their ass. But it's the, it's, the, it's the improper use of not just the laws, the courts, and the systems in place that have been uh, abused for decades by the governments. Yeah, I, be, I, I that's a great this. idea. People shouldn't just be able to open. A, 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 I think that everybody should have one email account. <laughs> All those <laughs> ads, yes, that should be right. Right. That's censored. Yeah. Yeah. You're born. No, you're you're just given no, your you Gmail. Your email you're account, no, 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 your no, phone, no. Assigned to everything. If and you I should be it. able to be on YouTube if you don't have a verified thing with a name. Because I get some I get threats, and you know what? I know it's frustrating. It's frustrating. They don't know. I'm sorry. I get no, Paula. I get it. When it comes to how simple the problem of being attacked online could be eliminated by, you know, us being born. Google gives us our email address and our IP, and that is it. And again, brilliant idea. But unfortunately, the evil, the evil, like adrenochrome sucking <laughs> vampires that run the freaking world would abuse all that's Sean typing in there for the edits edit out that so, word, wait, edit out that word. I, I have a proposal okay, okay. you know there we can we can regulate and control ourselves until we're blue in the face and the bottom yeah. line the the material with you know massive internet digital technology yeah. It's going to get there, get out there anyway. Why aren't we educating people, especially young people, to use empirical thinking skills? In other words, when you see, like, I can't say, Ron, that you're a hooker, right? But if, if yeah. we want freedom of speech, I have to be able to say it. And yeah, you can sue me. But there's still going to be a percentage of the population out there going, oh, my God, did you hear that Ron's a hooker? Right. Yeah, so I'm we have be. to educate people to say, wait a minute. No, no, no. We have to educate young minds and people to be proactive rather than reactive yeah. and say, what evidence is there for that? What is the source of that evidence? And we shouldn't react until, you know, uh, guilt has been proven beyond a reasonable doubt in courts, or there's enough evidence to sway our empirical minds in the direction of, hmm, the likelihood that that's true is pretty good given A, B, C, D, and E. And and if you're still not sure, then, you know, there are other ways to verify evidence that you're looking at. But what we're doing today is really dangerous. Look at Russell Brand. We have we have put social media, the court of public opinion above our justice system and its ability to um, influence our behavior, our lives and also to destroy others lives. That's very dangerous. So why, you know, why isn't there some burden? Why isn't there, you know, it used to be innocent until proven guilty. God damn, now it's guilty before proven innocent. Everything is so inverted. The truth has become lies. It's guilt before innocence. You know, it's everything is inverted. And I think we need to set everything back upright so that we can function as mankind because the way it's going now, how, why, you, you wonder why kids are, are engaging in suicidal ideation, depression, because the goddamn world is scary, because nothing makes sense. Everything is opposite of what it should be. And we are not being proactive and helping them use their critical thinking skills. 
you know, a lot of parents, I get that they're busy, but when your kids are exposed to this shit and it terrifies them, you don't let it go in one ear and out the other. You help them with their empirical thinking skills to say, look, don't be afraid of that because that might be floating around out there, but there's not evidence for that. The world's not ending tomorrow. We've got chicken littles running around out there trying to intimidate you so that you're afraid to think and speak. And you know what? You've got to be strong, your faith, your values, and not let that terrify you into not existing. And, and I, I think that's where we failed kids and ourselves as a society is we are so immediately influenced by and reacting to this psychotic, unfounded, illogical crap. It's like, it's like, um, you know, it's like being bamboozled. I, I mean, there's so much chaos all at once. The human brain can only process so Correct. much at a time. It's, it's really scary. Yes. So we need to stay, take, take a step back, take a deep breath and say, what evidence is there? I'm not going to judge Russell Brand because I yeah. haven't seen that evidence. And I'm going to let Correct. the courts decide because that's their job. Do you not think, though, children have been passively conditioned to not question now? I mean, I heard uh, mm -hmm. a, a, a podcast the other day, American guy talking about how we're living in a society where today's teenagers and youths, they're too scared to even engage in the usual teenage, you know, frolicking for, for fears of being having a case thrown at them or being accused of something. Or we've just recently had a case here where... Uh, a young girl was stabbed to death at a bus stop for turning down a guy, and it's now been completely pinned on Andrew Tate. Apparently, because of toxic masculinity, this little girl died. It's unbelievable. I do not. I, I genuinely wish we could have a panel of like sixteen-year-olds and six, seventeen-year-olds from the UK and the and America discussing what the youth culture is actually like. And I don't mean from a, an academic research point of view. I mean from, a, from their mouth, because I think we would all be shocked, shocked to the core. You know, you know, you thought you mentioned Undertake for some reason, yeah. call it the Latin culture, but I like a man who's a man. I taught my son, you open the door, you don't let a woman carry anything, and you say, thank you, please, ladies first, elderly, First, uh, I mean, my son opens the door for me. I mean, if and Andrew Tate is accused of toxic masculinity, so I can live with that, you know. But Russell, like, you know, one, I you still have an answer whether or not there's any backlash, and I wonder if Charles is going to be signing that, given its royal assent, number one, and number two, how does that affect you guys? in the uk like you guys you know you you're in the uk the uk does it regular youtube in the uk how i mean how is that and i'm worried because i'm canadian you know is that gonna follow to canada now I'll, I'll be honest with you right and we can't talk too much about it but i know a guy on youtube right who went through legal stuff just as a youtuber right that was so insane okay that it, it, it scared me because it was 100% based off of facts, public knowledge, and him being a journalist. And he was in court, and his, the whole channel was affected. And do you, do you have any idea how fucking mad that is? Like, yeah. like but seriously. Is that, off is that what off That's the impact off is going to have on you guys? 
No, what, what, this is weird. Here's the weird thing, Sean. Did you not see the, the video about YouTube lifting the veil on the R word and discussing... Oh, yeah, 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 I saw that. I got it. I got is it not it. a bit weird that that has happened right as all of this is breaking? Is there about to be something on Monday where a whole bunch of new child victims involved in Channel 4, the BBC, is allegedly going to be unveiled, and they're preempting us being able to talk about it, almost as if they want to show, like, we're with the free speech, just so you know, we, you know, you can talk about this now. Mm -hmm. It is so web of lies, conspiracy. Yes. It would See, if this was a Netflix series, we'd all be switching off after three episodes going, there's no way people believe this could happen. Seriously. Can you stop Charles from giving it royal assent? That's what I'm asking. Because in, in order to become law, Charles has yeah. to sign it and seal it. Can you prevent him from doing it? Is there any way to Do stop you think it? the royal family allegedly would want to allegedly protect kids, allegedly? Children and the royals, not a great it's, pack track record, it's, allegedly. It's, it's a done deal. It's a done deal, I think, um, Paula. With Harry and the Aspen Institute, which is have, aiming heavily for censorship in the USA, why can't the victims of i heard that kevin spacey the actor won his court case was found innocent in the uk yet the people who accused them are not allowed to be named now basically his life and i from what i understand he's been sued for 30 million dollars from netflix or whoever whoever built the, did the house of cards i think because they they immediately canceled them based on based on accusations without yeah. any investigation, just what happened to Johnny Depp. And now, um, but the, the people who accused them walk away free without being named nor shamed. And I don't know if they have any any legal repercussions. Are, are they gonna be put in jail for falsely accusing a man who is gonna be responsible to restore his livelihood? I mean, and now we have Russell Brand. Will the same thing happen if the police no, name public without investigation? There's no consequences here for the accusers, so there's nothing to lose, so they could just say whatever they want. And my question for you guys is, how are the journalists in America reporting this? Because here in the UK, the mainstream journalists are saying that Russell Brand is the next Jimmy Savile. What are they saying in the American um, outlets? Samantha? I don't think Russell Brand is big in the um, United States. No, I, I think for, from what I'm seeing is that it's pretty clear that this is a, a political witch hunt. That's our take on it here. And yes, I watch conservative news stations, but I also try and watch news from around the world to get a balanced view. And um, Paula, Paula brought up something really important. Sorry to, to step off the track a little bit. When you were talking about Harry being involved in the Aspen Institute and you're talking about some of his and his wife's attempts at infringing on freedom of speech and engaging in censorship, being the disinformation, this or that. Um, I got to say to that, firstly, when you look at a couple who have paid PR to say whatever they want and shape social perception, when you look at a couple who in their own publications and interviews have taken it upon themselves to lie about defame and disparage others and to purposely injure others, like these were not accidents. Um, for Harry to at one point say that freedom of speech, our first amendment rights are bonkers. 
Wow, he sure enjoys that freedom of speech to do whatever he wants to do, and so does she. So how bonkers is it, Harry? You're loving it. You're using it. So why are you calling it bonkers? Oh, that's right, because you want to be able to say whatever you want, typical hypocrite, uh, in my opinion, and you don't want others to be able to say anything negative about you, which brings us to those children who you tried to silence, who reportedly had to sign NDA saying, they wouldn't talk on social media or anywhere and say anything negative about you and your wife. Who do you think you are? First of all, let me tell you something. You're in the United States against Article 1, Section 9 of the Constitution, swinging around a royal title against the Constitution. It's a conflict of interest. And you're slinging it around to interfere in American politics. That's prohibited conduct. Um, several congressmen, Jason Smith, um, oh, yeah. have pointed out and asked that titles be stripped because you're using your titles to affect American voting decisions and social behavior. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Wait, Harry, guess what? You're out of your league. You can't do it. Your title should be stripped. And I don't know about your special visa, in my opinion, but you're way overstepping your boundaries. And more than that, you're demonstrating by your own behavior that you are an incredible hypocrite. So you want to abuse our constitutional freedom of speech while you badmouth the Constitution. Step off, and your wife can do the same. You can't do it. You can't do it with titles. Your wife is an American citizen, and you have no business speaking about American politics, especially freedom of speech. Here's, here's an interesting one, right? You touched on the fact the, the, that the modern cancel culture reflects witch hunts and things like this. And it's very interesting that... Cancel culture was almost a power given to people during the lockdown period where, you know, we could go after mm -hmm. SA and uh, child predators and things like this. And, you know, it was empowering to us. And it's almost as if that's been allowed to happen to condition us so that when cancel culture attacks people like Russell Brand, mm -hmm. we just think it's the norm. It's very, I, I was just sort of strumming that off, strum, thinking that over um, when you said witch right. hunt because... That's a beautiful thing if you are the new world order to be able to not have to use a legal system, saving wads of cash there, just to point that out, wads of cash. You can destroy somebody once they get big enough to sway a vote, which is what, what I think is the main thing. If you're 20 odd million followers over the platform brand had, and if you wanted to turn around and go vote for Jimmy or Stevie, then you could. And I think that is where these takedowns take place. It's, and the witch hunt analogy is so spot on. And obviously we've said that all along, but when you actually think about the witch hunt and what went on back then, you nailed it. And what an incredible tool to you be You know used what's terrible? That everybody knew for 20 years, while Russell Brown was, was catering to the woke left, it was fine and he was even celebrated for his quirkiness. Yeah. Oh, he's not fellow. He's quirky. I mean, I look at Russell Brand. I don't agree with him. I don't like him. I can feel the bugs coming out of his body. That's how filthy he looks. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he's entitled to speak his mind. But while he was praising exactly. the woke left, the generous spews of everything, it was fine. He was a quirky guy who was yeah. around. I remember he would come in all the talk shows, especially when he met Mary Katie Perry. And now, you know, and now as soon as he turned, he cleaned up his life. He quit drugs from what I believe. Now he's the evil guy 
who's calling and he and the worst part of it all is that he has owned up his past it's not like a, yeah. it's not like like your sister or samantha who's trying to clean up her past you know this guy said yeah i did this i did that and i'm sorry you know shit you know shit happened you know i was really high up so it's not like he's trying to hide anything so but now so, for years nobody called it out in fact it was celebrated it's just now that he's speaking out against these people that now he's yeah. Exactly. If the left are engaging in egregious, uh, deviant behavior or speech, and and it's the trendy thing for the moment, and they're not going against the uh, ideologies of the politicians that seek to control, then it's perfectly fine. It's socially endorsed. It's cool. I mean, look at remember Madonna and Kathy Griffin. There were poli there were. There were um, public figures, celebrities who came out and threatened Donald Trump in gruesome ways, said that they wanted to kill so-and-so. They wanted to oh, do this. Yeah. No, nobody, nobody went and arrested her and labeled her a terrorist or an imminent threat. What the hell was up with that? Because they're celebrities who have a lot of DNC pull and backing and money behind them. You know, the George Soros, the Klaus Schwab. If they're on the left, they can say whatever they want. And to get back to your point, when they silence someone like Russell Brand or the celebrities who are the most powerful and influential, and they know that they're using them as examples, they know by doing that, they can easily control all of the plebes, the peasants, the rest yeah. of us. So then it's easy. You're right. They go straight to the top for the example. And then they've got the rest of us like on our knees, like Uyghurs uh, complying and afraid to, you know, lift our eyes up and talk. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you something, Sean. Sorry. That's just, Sean, now that you're a new father, congratulations, by the way. You've I not, you've not seen Ziggy yet, have you? <laughs> Let me see if Ziggy's available. One second. Yeah. yeah. Well, whilst Aww. you're getting Ziggy, whilst you're getting Ziggy. a normal father. Yeah. Parent response. Proud of I just, this kid. I just want to throw this out there. I just want to keep everyone on site and objective here. You're allowed to be disgusted by Russell Brand, hate Russell Brand, not support Russell Brand. But trust me, what is happening allegedly to Russell Brand is worse than Russell Brand. So once we discover mm -hmm. the truth, then we can all argue about who was right and, and all of that. But we need to stay objective and yes. You know, we're allowed to have a difference of opinion on what we feel about someone, but we need to focus on the bigger picture as well. So I'm, I'm at, well, Oh, look at that guy. Oh, he's so beautiful. I just wanna eat it. I'm Oh my god. Oh, I mean, look. Oh, he's less than three months. He looks, he knows that really well. He looks like he's constantly looking. He looks, he looks like he's constantly looking at an employee and disappointed with the employee. He's like looking at me right now, like, what do you mean you didn't hit your target? He's so oh, now oh he wants God. to talk. Congratulations, he's so beautiful. He, talk, don't you? Don't you talk. he looks yeah. so alert too. He looks, he's so alert. He's so cute. He's trying to grab <laughs> that microphone, man. He's trying to grab that microphone. He's like, he's waiting. I think he's, thir is he 13 days? No, no, he's 13 pounds. He must be about a month now, I think. We'll, we'll get a more accurate... Uh, uh, birth time. Uh, birth. Yes, I uh, want to know because he's holding his head pretty well. He's you know, just I adorable. Like three or four months. I just 
I just want to no, reach. But usually at that age, no, they can't hold their oh. heads. How old is he, Sean? How old is one he? Month, one month. One month, and he's thirteen pounds. There you go. But, but you know, he holds his head pretty well. I'm so. Ooh. That's well yeah, he's strong. He's strong. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for showing him. He's so adorable. Oh. Your father. How does this affect you? What's going on? How does that? How do you see your future for your son like this? Well, that's it, isn't it? I mean, the things that we're talking about. It's one thing to hope that there's going to be changes in our lifetimes. But then you think, what are you leaving behind? How's this world going to look for your kids? So it adds a whole new impetus to the mission that you're on. Oh, yeah. It's enraging, I think, is the, the less educated response to that. It's completely enraging. And it's, it's, it's weird because I think traditionally parents, we, we, we tend to worry about our kids. But traditionally, there was so much more worry for for girls traditionally than than boys you know just 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 my mindset and but now it's so leveled between you know kids just getting uh, torn apart for views uh, you know abused online the online bullying all of it it is insane and although we're trying to pass laws to keep kids safer again if it wasn't a bunch of insane individuals writing and using these laws uh, i'd fully support them so make sure you protect your kids yourself parents don't wait for the no, Matty, see, we're not being paid we want to express our opinions but thanks for asking but uh, i wanted to ask so, you something Sean. Yeah, Sam, yeah go ahead mother when you were growing up i i i was i was raised with a very firm set of values um which i passed on to my son right um, but nowadays, even being a parent, I heard, I kid you not, guys, one of my girlfriends in the United States, her daughter, you know, we're FaceTiming and her, and her daughter is in, in her like 14 or something. And okay. she's like, go to school, get ready to go to school. And then the mother goes, if you don't get ready to go to school, I'll take your phone away. And the girl, because I have a right to my phone. And I said to my friend, well, I'm not going to repeat what I said to her. And I said, why don't you send her over to me here and I'll train her when she gets back to the United States. She'll be saying, yes, thank you. I'll take her to the school that I, you know. With Five minutes they would last, Paula. Five <laughs> minutes in the in the world of Paula, the average pain in the ass American teen would well, last minutes, what? if not seconds. <laughs> they walk away. So, so Sean, so you guys, you know, since we're talking about kids and, you know, what their futures will be like, um, we talk about censorship. We, we're talking about Ofcom. We're talking about a world where there is some uh, elite governing body deciding what we can say and what we can see, what we can be exposed to. What's really bizarre about that is that right now the censorship, again, as we've discussed, seems to be focused on censoring conservative values and censoring those things that keep us strong and safe and aware as, as mankind, as people, right, as societies. But they're not censoring the things that are deleterious. For example, like when, when you have kids, it's really scary to me because I know my kids, when they were in school, they weren't seeing books on how to give oral sex to a man before they were in sixth grade, sometimes even younger. And there, there are schools... There are schools in America that will not pull those materials from their shelves. I mean, even in Florida, we've been adamantly um, pulling those books, not me, but the governor and school administrators have been making sure that those books 
aren't being seen by kids and the propaganda and the left media were saying, oh, that Governor DeSantis, oh, in Florida, they're Nazis. They're pulling real history books from the shelves. No bullshit. We're not pulling real history books from the shelves. We're pulling books encouraging pedophilia. We're pulling books that teach kids inappropriately how to be sexual and be indoctrinated through our school system. We're pulling books that are actually dangerous to children. And so, you know, when we talk about censorship, I think it's amazing that Ofcom or anyone will say, well, you know, like the old days in the FCC where you couldn't have the sound of a zipper being pulled up. Well, now you can't say conservative things and speak your opinion, but it's perfectly fine to have a book. And we've seen pictures of this on the news. They'll actually show the book. It's a man sitting next to a little boy telling the little boy how to give him oral sex. Like that's the material that's out there. Why isn't Ofcom or all these other disinformation boards or these censorship bodies, why aren't they censoring that material that hurts children, that hurts society instead of- counterproductive to their agenda. Right, right. There you you go. There you go. In case anyone needed to spell out. Did you see that channel about this girl who's completely anorexic? I, I don't know if you've seen it, Sean, and and, and I mean, and, and I actually yeah. wrote, and I yeah. said somebody has, and it's celebrated. Are you talking about, talking about Eugenia Cooney? Yeah, the girl that, that I, I was famous. a that. I was very, very, very famous, very famous streamer, Eugenia but Cooney. She's not, this woman is allowed to still be there instead of being taken it's, to a hospital to be treated for that. Because I got to tell you, anorexia is a mental condition. It been, I, I've had it. It manifests itself through yeah. eating. It's an eating disorder, but there's something with you. And I, I was lucky that I, you know, I had people who cared about me and didn't explore. Like, I mean, people are exploiting this poor woman's condition. And not only that, she's given ideas to vulnerable teens to be like that. That's their, oh. their model. I'll be honest but, with you. But, there, Regina, but there, there you have it. There you have it, you guys. That's why TikTok, that's why the radical left, that's why China want to promote that because it facilitates a depopulation agenda. Oh, yeah, it's cool and you'll be gorgeous if you bring yourself to the brink of death by starving your brain mm. and your body. But they don't tell you all the downsides. They just, while she's standing there dancing, they just try to make it look cool and glamorous and it's really dangerous and scary so yeah, uh, i'll be i'll be honest when it comes to eugenia cooney she has been around since the dawn of the internet and streaming i'll be honest she has been around a long time she's always been wow. a controversial topic her, her weights always went up and down she has had a lot mm-hmm. more scary controversies surrounding people who would encourage her to stay that way who have got a fetish for that sort of thing and i'll be honest eugenia cooney is a whole other four-hour podcast if i'm being honest because no, it but is- i see that and i think have you seen the comments under those videos what can yeah. i do to be like you and it's like and i, I saw actually she answered and she said follow me here i don't know if she was charging or not and i'll tell yeah. you exactly how to achieve my body every wow. and i find myself mm-hmm. yelling at her videos eat a steak you know a marshmallow or something you know and 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 i feel like doing videos about it and telling that but, that girl to, to, to eat a steak but how does how does you guys how does she pull that off because i don't know about you over there in, in the uk but in the united states there, there was actually a movement trying to suggest that dieting is racist. 
So which is it? <laughs> well, uh, right now Oprah is promoting Ozempic. Uh, right now Oprah is saying because she's part owner of Ozempic, uh, what the pill that obesity is an illness. You know what? Do the push away diet. Push away from the yeah. table. Exercise. I just want to just what you said there about Eugenia again. It's only because you mentioned Eugenia Cooney. The internet has come to Eugenia Cooney. Every every couple of years, the internet swarms with like uh, petitions online, right into YouTube, right into Twitch, to do something, get mm -hmm. her support. She went through a whole series with Shane Dawson, where she went to therapy, trying to prove and do all of this. And it seems to be a cycle. And and again, I don't know much about anorexia. I'm not going to comment on that. But Eugenia Cooney is one of the most fascinating examples of. Karen Carpenter, yeah. I don't even know what the word is, but we, we could talk all night about Eugenia Cooney. You because... see, my friends, I th I'm so grateful I didn't grow up on the internet because all the stupid things that would be shown about me, you know what I mean? You guys, I think we are thankful that that didn't happen. But but I'm thinking and I'm looking at this and, and I'm thinking like, how can, and I looked at the comments, the comment section was horrified to read because clearly there's some children there yeah. that are, you have children there. Yeah, it's body dysmorphia. I think a lot of it. That are it's very it's... vulnerable, and and they, and, they, yeah. and they're like, oh, I want to be like you because they see her making money, starving herself. By the way, I hope I can say this because this is a warning thing. When you go below a certain uh, weight, you lose body mass and you lose your period. There's a bunch of things that yeah. happen to your body when when you go. I know because I lived through that. It, you shock your body horribly. You suffer a lot of things. You suffer liver failure. You su you suffer. I mean, you live with ulcers. Uh, it it it's not glamorous at all. It is actually unhealthy. And if this war girl is watching outside, gain a few pounds and you look beautiful. And maybe you can start well, a channel on how do you, you know this. And, and I, we, we've all had friends who are male and talk to them about what's sexy and what's not. I have never heard a guy say that having sex with a wishbone is sexy. Oh, you know, listen, I mean, you, you and that's just... not an insult. That's not an insult to her. When someone is so skinny, it looks like their bones are going to break. And you know, their bones have to be brittle because they're yeah. malnourished. Not only is it not sexy, it's not healthy. It's a dangerous message to kids. But yeah. but TikTok is fueling because, you know, China has a depopulation agenda. They're putting her out there trying to make it look sexy to deprive your body and yes bring yourself to the brink of um you know being dead um by 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 starving yourself it's not glamorous it's not sexy it's terrifying it reminds me of something stephen king would put out there remember that move what his book his movie thin or skinny or whatever yeah. it was uh you I know. just want to say right now that um, there has been new yeah. terms and conditions on YouTube covering this subject. So I just want to say right now, just as a disclaimer, that in no way do we encourage anyone to uh, go through life. Uh, if you need help w with things like this, please, please get it because right. it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous topic, and uh, we're going to move on from it because it, it's, okay. it's okay, one no of those problem. ones that we need to prepare. Censorship. We go back to censorship. This all goes yeah. with <laughs> the irony of that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> censorship because we are, it's like cattle who gets herded into a corral. You know that this is where you're going to stay and you're not going to move out of it. And 
we we much rather promote these things that are harmful, but we're not going to do this because these things are good for you, make you think for yourself, and make you question the things that we're trying to corral you into thinking. And that's the world you have, Ziggy. I'm, I don't know how you're going to do it with Ziggy. <laughs> so, so, Samantha, I interviewed someone about TikTok recently. And they said, you know, like you're talking about all these videos promoting this mindless behavior in America that they're pushing their algorithm pushes. But in China, the algorithm pushes the kids studying engineering, studying all these positive activities so that the American kids are stuck on okay. the mindless stuff and the Chinese case, kids are getting all the educational stuff. Case, case in bloody point. When you look at, when you... Well, no, seriously, when you look at who is underwriting everything that goes on politically and socially in America right now, it's China. China has said that they want to reign superior. So they're not let their borders are not wide open. They're not letting their children's genitals be mutilated. They're not dumbing down their children in schools. They're not let, letting their children get abortions in schools. They're not letting their children do any of these things. They're not letting their children watch the crap that facilitates a depopulation agenda that our children watch on TikTok. Why? Because they want us depopulated. They don't want our children strong, reading, thinking for themselves, and they don't want them globally competitive. They don't want them excelling in school. They want their students to be the smartest, not American students. That's why we've done this CRT crap. That's why we re we've removed academic standards. That's why you don't have to take entrance exams or exit exams for many major universities. They want us to be stupid so that we can't compete. And anybody who doesn't see that agenda, I think, you know, there's a logical string problem. I, God, that's I, such a good point. I agree. And you know what? It's interesting. It's an awful big distraction what we're talking about when you consider the bio-DNA race that's going on between America and China right now. Uh, go and Google it. If It's a very, listen, it's big brain, painful science What's stuff. What's that? What's that? What did you say? It's, Google? You, you want to go and Google the race between China and America on the DNA battle, the DNA war that's going on for genetic... Uh, it's not genetic warfare, but it's the new Cold War that it's been declared as, okay? And effectively what it means is you could make a weapon, right, arguably in the future, if you just wanted to target, you know, white Americans and just leave the infrastructure in place and release a gas that just kills genetically specific individuals. Go and check that out. So, that's a very fear-mongering way of putting it, but there's more no, to it. No, 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 that's... That's a great point, especially after after the no, especially after the pandemic, when now they want to send you these at-home COVID tests. Oh, you take yeah. the swab, you stick it in your nose, you get your DNA all over it, and you put it in the mail. And a lot of these companies I've seen, some of them are in California, some of them are actually in China. Guess what? I'm not giving you my DNA so that you can do right. that. The biggest <laughs> DNA uh, company that launched in the last 10 years is owned by Google. It was being pushed before uh, the lockdown uh, situation by YouTubers. It was a whole family tree. It's been pushed as, hey, we'll map your family tree. Just swab yourself and send it to Google. 
But anyway, we won't, wow. we won't delve into why Google wants our DNA too much on this chat because, again, that, that sounds Russell like one for Rumble. Can Russell brand the man to have the, the accusers made public? Can that be done? So there's very strict laws in the UK about naming people that are involved in these kind of allegations. For example, on my channel, I interviewed a woman and she let slip the name of a minor involved in a case like this. I was called into the cop shop and because I published it on my platform, I was criminalized. I had to agree to a caution. And now if people come on my channel and talk about their own stories of surviving these things, there's certain restrictions. I have to ask them whether they waive their anonymity, etc. Otherwise, I go to prison. That's how strict the laws are in the UK on, on uh, anonymity. And just to clarify, the case that you were discussing was public, about two decades old, was all over the internet, all over the news. The news had run the names. We all know about it. But you, you got... You got yeah, but this is this is the part that I don't get. Again, we go back to Kevin Spacey, who was who lost everything because these accusers yeah. and they were they were he was declared innocent and, and the accusers and it went through yeah. a court of law, and they are still not allowed to be named. Shouldn't there be like after this happens that the accusers are named and they're prosecuted and they are responsible yeah. somehow? Yeah. But what if, yeah. What if what if he is guilty and they got it wrong? No, but, no, but we're saying he's been found innocent in a court of law. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is sometimes the courts get it wrong. So in a situation where... It doesn't matter. Where... It doesn't matter. It doesn't but, matter. Uh -huh. This is why they have the court of law. You have people, you know... But right well, now... Paula, no, and in a court of law, they have to go into the courtroom. They have to show their ID. They have to verify that they are a legal entity making this complaint, these allegations or these charges. And so what I'm saying, this reminds me of, it's like all of this bullshit now in the media where some journalists, and there are a lot of them, especially in the left, can write whatever stories they want. They can say horrible defamatory things about people, and then they can say sources say. Yes, well, no, correct. I guarantee most of the time when you see that, there are no sources or they would name them. And then they can say, well, we want to protect our sources, yeah, but you're doing, but you're, but wait a minute. No, you don't get to do major damage to someone yep. unjustly while you protect some made up source. So are those sources more valuable than the person you're destroying with your publication just by saying sources say, and then spewing a bunch yeah. of vitriol. So it's got to be fairness and, and kindness has to be generalized to the person you're doing the story about as well as to your damn sources or alleged sources. Correct. Well, there's a loophole here whereby we had a lawyer on last week who actually represented Schofield. He dropped in at that at the end of the live. Um, but the lawyer said that Russell Brand can sue for defamation, etc. But because the Times and Channel 4 both sent letters to him, giving him an eight-day notice of right of reply and because he's a public figure and it's in the public interest he wouldn't possibly win so by protecting themselves by setting that up legalistically they can then say whatever they want about him and publish it and he could sue but he can't possibly win that's what this lawyer said correct yeah, but can you say i don't want you to publish anything about me because this is unproven and if you do i'll i'll take you to court for it because i've asked you not to because this is an accusation not here. Yeah. They give you a right to reply, and then they add your reply to the story. And that's it? That's it. Fucking justice, baby. 
you know what I'm saying? Madness. And and what about this reverend who's been suspended, Calvin? And because he he basically stood up for freedom of speech. I mean, he he wasn't sticking up for either of those two men. He was sticking up for whether we agree or disagree. You know, we are entitled to to listen to what they say. And censoring is not the best way to squash an idea. It's actually discussing it. Also, why are we not at 500 likes yet? I mean, it's been like 40 minutes since I mentioned this. Can we just... Oh, Fred, Fred Witherow said, why didn't he super injunction? Can they do that? I don't think that was an option at that point in time. No, you know what? I, I, I wondered too, when we're talking about touchy subjects like this, there are a lot of people out there who are paranoid and who think, oh, the government is tracking us. So if we click that we like on something, they're going to track us down as if we, you know, as if we're part of that. I mean, there are a lot of people that think like that. But a lot of people now, as we have said, have been intimidated into not only speaking their minds, but liking on things because they don't want to be corralled into that and suffer backlash. You know, the government's watching us all, though, right? Like I know you did. The I way don't, you said and that, I don't care. Of, yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm here, just making sure. Look at, here, God, look at look at my butt. You know, it's like butt? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so Karen has said. Up. Karen, who's a lawyer, who's who's watching, she said that if Russell Brand had replied and exercised his right to reply, his reply could then be in used in court against him if the allegations went to court. Justice again, once again, applause <laughs> for the justice system. But I've right got a there. question for our Americans here. What I don't understand okay. is why, after it's if it's proven innocent, why aren't those people named? For example, you said you were called to the police after 20 years or so. This case is famous and everything. Why aren't they named? And why is the victim? Because then the person who was wrongly accused becomes the victim. Because every court case in this country has different legal restrictions. And if a judge puts a restriction on the name, you cannot publish it or mention it. Otherwise, you go, you go to prison. So, so Karen, who is the lawyer who is watching, that being said, if your reply can be used against you in court, it should be legal and there should be some safety mechanism whereby you can reply to the publication and say, I... Um, I'm not, I will only reply with my attorney and you should have some blanket protection. Um, okay. and there should be an attorney uh, with you in and during or representing you in that reply if they can use it in court. So by saying in advance, you know, we're giving you the opportunity to reply, they should also be required uh, by law to give you the opportunity to reply with or through legal counsel because yeah, otherwise sorry. it's against your it, it's otherwise you're at a disadvantage legally and that's not right so we need we need to just accept the fact that these governments that are apparently the ones in charge of giving us fair trials and all this stuff these are the individuals that we all talk about as being these uh, horrendous rings against children and all the rest. The, exactly why you are saying these things are set up to, for us all to fail is by design. It's by design because of the individuals in charge. I can't say the words because I'm on Sean's channel and I'll get a, I'll get a slap. But we all know the P word and the, and the, the circle 
that is an R word that these P words can organize. You've adults all seen attracted the John to kids. Adults attracted to kids. kids. Okay. All right. Okay. Jesus. Right. So <laughs> you've seen the John Wedger series. I mean, the stuff that John Wedger and I are rolling out over the next few weeks is so terrifying. I'm, I have never been as scared as I am as a journalist as I am right now. And I spent seven years shutting down a uh, human Human um, travelers, ring. Human, yeah, horrible, horrible individuals. Yeah, on the dark human travelers, ring. Here's here's, here's, okay. here's where here's where we all have some power, you know. Yeah. With whether whoever the platform is, if you're worried that you know they're going to shut you down and that you can be legally sanctioned, and um, they're pushing a, a woke narrative, and you're speaking out against it. Well, why doesn't everybody boycott their sponsors? Because if they're hit in the pocketbook, they'll start respecting the users on the platform for speaking their mind more rather than being dominated by the woke corporations that pay their bills. So if you're boycotting those sponsors and not buying their products, you're hurting their bottom line and you do have some power, but most people don't think about that. That's exactly what I talked on my members life today, that they make right. you feel because people think only in one person in singular, they make you feel like you have no power. But and I said to them, strength in numbers. And if you hit their bottom line, yep. they will respond to you because you're hitting their bottom line. Because believe you me, we are not powerless. We're not powerless. Doesn't you know when they say the royal family only cost a person one pound fourteen or one pound forty two dollar or pound a year? That's really nothing, right? Per person, but there are over eighty six million people there. Yeah, and everybody's given one pound something. Yeah. Do the math. Do add the numbers. It's just one pound a year. Add the eighty six million or so over a little bit over eighty six million people doing that. It's strength is in numbers, but they make they want to make you feel as though there's nothing you can do that they well, have, to you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Before. Sorry. Well, talking about the, talking about this. well we're sponsors. talking about you. You're on YouTube, you guys, and you bring up a good point. You know, if, if you're on a platform that you feel is so restrictive that you are being a sock puppet to the left because you can and can't say this or that, while they're pushing their deviant, perverted agendas, and that's just fine all over YouTube, that's psychotic. It's it's hypocrisy. It's right. such a glaring contradiction in terms. So let them know that you can go to Rumble. You know there are other platforms where you can do that. And if they lose all of their people and all of their followers, and therefore their sponsors aren't able to sell their products. They'll give you more freedom and respect that because they don't want to lose everybody to Rumble or to another platform that respects freedom of speech and expression. Yes. I agree, but sadly, if we avoid sponsors, we live in a world where the demons that run the world will create a product that looks like it's the next best product that goes against the old product that we're avoiding and we'll consume that. And well, it, they'll buy Rumble. Someone will walk in with a shotgun to the CEO and go, take the billion, okay, or we'll leave this note beside your body and it'll be, and it'll be consumed. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, okay? But, a good well, but you can't you can't be you can't be forced into compliance because you're worried about that statistically unlikely scenario. You still have to realize that their money is their money is their bottom line. I, I, I'm not saying you know, you're wrong. Most powerful thing we have against these people is what we're doing right now. 
this thing, the, right. the face hold. Right. Having a voice, right. educating yourselves, not taking what these individuals tell you as fact. Yes. Go out, take 10 minutes. When you're sitting on the toilet, actually investigate some shizzle. Don't just have yes. your opinions handed to you. Don't teach your kids to have their opinions handed to you. Teach them to question and investigate. Sorry, that was a bit not only that, but Not only Amen. that, but people completely lying. And the press goes along with the lies. You know, of course right. they know that this person, these people are blatantly lying. I mean, and this is an intelligence. This is gaslighting to the worst. I mean, we know that these people are lying. I mean, it's yeah. proven that they're lying. Paula, you and I, we've all talked about this before, but yeah. I think people get so busy they forget. When you look at the media, you look at all of those powerhouse publications. You look at people like <clears throat> Murdoch. You look look at George Soros and Klaus Schwab, um, George Soros, I guess, nephew Alex, who says he wants to be worse than George. They're all so powerful. They all have a lot of money in a lot of these PR firms, a lot of these publications. So you know that a lot of what you see is going to be propagandized in the direction of their ideologies, of their 100%. narratives. And don't watch them don't buy their sponsors products if you don't agree with that and it's so easy for us to be lazy on the couch with the remote and think yeah i don't agree with this it's a bunch of crap or whatever i'm gonna sit here and then they get the quarter hour share ratings and they still have the viewership you know what it, it, i think we're responsible for a lot of what we're being programmed to accept by sitting there passively accepting it change the channel if if the messages if you don't agree with the messages because if you don't change the channel you're not if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem if you don't change the channel they're still getting their way they're still making the money and they don't care whether you agree with them or not you have to show that you don't agree with them by your spending behavior and by your viewership look at yeah. what just happened with burger king and rumble because when rumble rejected the uk government's letter burger king stopped being involved with rumble and now serious? yeah and now russell brand supporters are boycotting burger king yes all right i love that i love that i just want to say you can't you can't answer that question here because what we actually need to do and if i was to explain it is so against all of the certain terms and conditions of all social media platforms for what i would incite I can't discuss it. So sadly, we're not at a state where we can turn the ship through signing things. Okay? You know, I still don't understand why people don't just run to the streets. I mean, what is the police going to do in the UK? People run to the streets peacefully and saying, you know what? We don't we don't agree with what Parliament did. And what the hell is the UK Parliament passing these laws? Who? who why aren't the people who elected... Did you, never, did you never hear about the Million Mask March? So... For a few years, there was more than a million people protesting once a year in London that had no coverage anywhere in the world. The BBC was smashed into the town. London was desecrated by Anonymous. These guys with the masks on, protesting against everything we're talking about now, and they had preempted all of this. So protest is only useful when it's acknowledged. And these protests weren't even acknowledged. They got... 30 seconds on the news but they were massive and that's the problem it's over not a million just... people demonstrated in london against the invasion of i think it was iraq one of those countries yeah. 
and the government took absolutely no notice. Yeah. So what what so what are you guys gonna do now in the UK, Sean and Ron? I mean, what are you guys? What are your options in the UK? I mean, literally, you shown the press me right now and said that it was a done deal because you don't. I don't think Charles has enough cojones uh, to, to to say. You know what? That's that's a bit too much. I'm not gonna sign this because if he doesn't sign it, it doesn't become law, right? And there's yeah. no way to petition Charles not to sign it. Back in a minute. No, I think it's just going to coast through. To be honest, it's, this is you know this has been a long time in the making. Um, I mean, our hopes are things like you know Elon Musk making Twitter better. Have you have you found that Twitter has become better for you? Or absolutely, I mean they restored my account. <laughs> I was banned because Doesn't I said get I, than that. I was banned because I said I don't believe Meghan Markle. I believe she's going to take off within a year, if not less. And she's gonna use the thing, and I was called the racist word. I was called you old hag, envious of everything, you know. And and I was suspended for hate speech, permanently. Wow. And then I wrote to. I was surprised. I was surprised. I I woke up one day, and my son said to me, "Mom, you're back on Twitter." And I'm like, "What?" I said, "Are you sure, Henrik?" And he goes, "Yeah, mom, you're back on Twitter. You suddenly appeared." And I wrote to them, and they said to me, you, "Your account was was canceled by mistake. Where we reviewed your account, <laughs> you know, I was permanently canceled because I said I don't believe Meghan Markle. I believe that she's using the royal family and she's a fraud. And that was it for me. That was, I mean, I didn't even get a warning. I didn't get anything like uh, this. Is was this was at the height of Meghan Markle crazy frenzy people." And so you know, Sean, I, I actually hire a, P, a lady who has a PhD in genealogy from the States. And I've done Meghan Markle's genealogy. Tomorrow is Nigeria's Independence Day. And I'm going to host a live tomorrow with the genealogist results. <laughs> and we're going to discuss that. This lady what? has a PhD. She's very well educated. But I mean, we talk about the lies that are out there and they're pushed. I'm still in shock that what you said about the Ofcom thing, I still don't believe it. Are you sure that that's what they said? Yeah, they're just introducing more and more laws so they can control the narrative and classify things as misinformation that they don't want people hearing about. No, but but the I've got a part, that they're going to arrest people if they are. Well, Ofcom, they're saying that Ofcom has not showed its teeth yet and that Ofcom is now going to start to be really forceful in what it's doing. But I've got a question for you because a lot has gone on with Trump recently. Uh, we've seen this court case where his businesses have been labelled as they're embellishing the value of the assets and the judges ruled against them. Uh, do you have any thoughts on all that? Of course. I mean, I don't like Trump. I mean, I, I didn't even like The Apprentice. But because of what's happened to me and where I live right now, I can tell you that whenever you turn your political opponents into enemies and you start persecuting them and you start creating trials, and stuff like that to prevent them or while allowing the other side to do the same or worse people should wake up you know trump for almost 40 50 years never a court case against him suddenly he ran for president he won he called everybody out he's doing everything against everybody and now he wants to run again and how many cases does he have Countless. Against him, like eight or nine cases. Now they have indicted his daughter. Why aren't people more concerned about it? And you know what's the, the worst part of it all, Sean? Is that the more they prosecute him, 
the more popular he gets. There was this, even this black gentleman in the United States that has been laughing. It's funny. He goes, oh my God, he was, you know, when they took the mugshot, I think that was the most viewed thing ever. The mugshot. I was laughing. And they went to the streets and they were asking, you know, the black population, the African-American population, what do you think? Oh, he's my bro. You know, he's my, I, I wasn't voting for him before. I'm voting for him now. You know, it's like, he's one of us, you know. So do you th- so do you think he's going to win? Because even though you say you didn't like him, he's macho, isn't he? Versus what we've got now. Well, I don't know if you've seen. Do you, do you know who Dave Chappelle is? He did a Saturday Night Live thing, and he was asking how how where 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 a star was born when he did his debate with Hillary Clinton, and she's like uh, that you know how he she goes oh, he doesn't pay taxes, and he goes. Of course I don't. I, I use the same laws that, you, you know, your donors are using, you know, change the laws if you don't want to. I mean, and but the way Dave Chappelle did it was really funny because he came on stage. He admitted he's using the laws that allow him not to pay as many taxes as possible. You know, and, and I mean, everybody was shocked. Everybody's shocked that the things that he says. Because he doesn't think like a politician. He thinks like a businessman doing deals. What's the best deal for the United States? We're paying too much money for NATO. We're paying too much money for this. Uh, where, 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 how is America, the United States, make, making money? Why are we paying more, all this money? I remember when he sat at that table. I, worked, I have worked with uh, international organizations. And he sat at that table and he said, the United States is paying too much money. We're not going to pay anymore. And it's like. Okay, I just want to say, everyone, Sam's had technical issues, but she wants to say goodbye to everybody here on the phone. So, Sam, you're live. Hey, everybody, I just want to thank you for being part of this and for thinking and for feeling and for speaking and expressing yourselves. My God, keep it up. We need more of that. I really appreciate it. No, I didn't get censored. My device died, so my apologies. (laughs) Um, Next time, I'll make sure that I've got enough battery for days and days and days. <laughs> awesome. um, thank you so much. God bless. Thanks for all. right. Thank, thank you, Sam. Thank you. You know, Samantha, I'm, I'm, I mean, Samantha's a great example of someone who the press has defamed. I mean, and they haven't cared about the fact that she has advanced MS. How, you know, you know, for me, where my heart broke when I saw her outside of Buckingham Palace in the sun, outside in her wheelchair, trying to hand a letter over to her sister. And nobody, nobody thought, my God, poor lady, everybody vilified her even more. That's the kind of culture that this climate is creating. We're losing compassion, our compass from moral values, you know, our critical thinking saying, wait a minute wait a minute, why is a lady in a wheelchair? You know, nobody has had any compassion to Samantha or her plight and what her family's going through. Mm. Nobody. And and we're okay with that. People are okay with that. Samantha has had to move four or five times. She's been threatened. Her life has been threatened. Mm. Meghan Markle has turned her own daughter against her, and it's okay. I mean, what do you think, Sean? So... Are you in California? Right now? Yeah. No, no, no. Right now I'm in Central America. I have my school here and I'm Canadian. Oh, okay. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. My house was taken away a couple of weeks ago because of free speech. So, what? Uh, 
Tell us yeah. that story. Oh, but just be careful. Just be no, no. Just be careful. That's too much already. Okay, right, don't tell us that story. Don't tell us. But, uh, but this is why I said to you that that you guys are walking a very slippery rope. I, I travel mm. between Norway and Canada and and Central America. I have a school here that I fund for kids and stuff like that. You know that to help them get out of poverty and stuff like that. That's why I'm here, really. That's the only reason because otherwise, after last week or ten days ago, I would have left. But. Um, wow. I'm trying to see how I can wrap that up and make sure that the kids are safe and have a place to go or they're looked after and probably I would leave. I will leave, unfortunately. But yeah, so I do know what freedom of speech or not having any does to a country, to a person. And right. heading there, you know, it's head and you guys, I mean, Sean, your channel, you're huge and you're afraid of censorship. Yeah, because I've lost the channel twice. Yeah. I think it's more homelessness that's the fear as opposed to losing the channel, to be honest. I think it's just like <laughs> fucking Sean having to go and sign on and go Z down to the job center would be... We've uh, got to think about Ziggy here. <laughs> yeah, we do. You know what I'm saying? He looks a lot like his mom, you know? Apologies, oh. to the, apologies to the lady who said I looked scary because of how poorly lit I was. Okay, it's, I, I, it's the best I can do. I like looking a bit ominous, to be honest. No, but you don't um, like, I mean, what, I mean, you, Sean, you now have a kid, right? Yeah. So this is a very interesting question. Would you submit to censorship and go by because now you have a future and that's how they manipulate you because now you have another human being to look after? Or will you say so, so I feel that I've got a great platform on YouTube. I've been on YouTube since 2007. YouTube have got their laws. The laws are increasingly tightened, as we see every month we get an email saying such and such a part of the community guidelines has been revised. So I, you know, I, I study that stuff very vehemently. Because two years ago, when I was covering a case that I'm no longer allowed to cover on this platform, we you had 60 million. Maybe we can talk about it there. We had 60 million views on the case of Jeffrey, and um, the no channel. No conspiracy the, here at all. I woke people. up. I woke. I woke up, and the channel was gone, and it was only thanks to the kindness and support of the viewers, who were contacting YouTube. And lobbying me, thanks Storm for the super sticker, were lobbying YouTube to get me back on that I got the platform, I got returned to the platform. But what happened was I got about 30 grey day strikes and um, the algorithm was just bombarding me and then it got, it got took down again. So what I've learned is I appreciate the opportunity that YouTube has given me because it has been a life changer. I've met so many wonderful people such as you guys through this platform. I've learned so much from interviewing people through this platform. So I now know where to draw the line. And I've got my Rumble. I've got my Locals. And my viewers know they can go to Rumble and they can go to Locals and watch the uncensored content. So I'm not completely gagged. I've just moved what I can't say here over to there. Yeah, but Rumble is also owned by Google, isn't it? It's no. part of Google, isn't it? And Google is... No. No. No, Rumble's completely independent. If Rumble was part of Google, there would be no letter needing to be written by Parliament. It would have just been straight to Rumble. I should join it again. I'm pretty sure Rumble's just some dude. Is it not? Is it just not like some guy that just decided to 
there's various investors. You can buy Rumble shares. The, the stock market value went down to less than $4.50 after the Russell Brand situation. And it yeah. used to be up around $13, $14 a share. But it's back over 5 today. Yes, I just want to say as well. To- social. About truth, social. That's, that's, um, you know that on Twitter, now you can stream. You can do, but I don't know how it works with the monetization, if it's the same as YouTube or what, you know, but you can stream there. You can post your videos. You can do a lot more there now. And I, I've been absolutely blown away. And yeah. you know what's the feature that I love about I love about Twitter? That if it's a lie, they check it and say, this is a lie. Yeah, it's I don't use Twitter. I know a lot of you do. I just want to say just once again to, to Storm66, who sent the, the, the super sticker there. Listen, thank you to anyone who supports uh, what Sean's channel does and represents. I think there's a lot of misconceptions as channels grow, people become millionaires and all this kind of stuff. And I'll be honest with you, Sean has a team of people, right, who um, depend on this channel. Like, it would be a devastating day for a lot of people if this channel went away. And when you put financial support into it, like, it's supporting this entire business that um that's running behind the scenes so i just want to say thank you for me because uh i'm one of the wheels in that cog uh, in that machine and it, yeah really, thank you thank definitely you. thank you for the super chat everything we make we put it right back into producing content yeah but do you find now that siggy has been born that you're more worried about losing the platform or that you're going to be more careful about what you say or or you're going to comply more or how do you see it like because now you're seeing it as a father before i'm a single guy you know you know i'm going to rumble and stuff like that (laughs) i think it's about playing the game isn't it sean it's about doing jumping through the hoops on youtube and then having your rants in places where it's safe to do that well i Having started the channel in 2007 and then lost it in 2021, I think it was. Yep. So I'd been building it up for 14 years. Can you imagine? After that, I've just been vigilant ever since. You you lost your channel in the same 24-hour period I lost my channel. Why did you lose your channel? Oh, I was because... bullying and harassing child predators. That's, that's, oh, pretty, pretty much, you know. yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. for sure. We yeah. can't have that. That's yeah, for can't sure. have that. No. No. <laughs> no, but I mean, same, same. from doing their job. Same, uh, mine was the same reason. Bullying and harass. It was brilliant. Cyberbullying, so, cyberbullying. So, yeah. And they, and they label it. You know, this is the scary part that I see a lot of communist people go. They go, we're doing it because we know what's best for you is for the good of the. You know, like how you said, Ofcom phrased it. It, it, it rang so many bells, you know, because it's, it's 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 for your own good. And then they, mount, I'm gonna send you a couple of links, um, Sean, and you're gonna see what happened to me. And um, oh. I'm gonna send you a couple of links. No, it's news. I'm gonna send you news. It's happened. Um, not only to me, so but it's oh. uh, and it's and it's all under terrorism because anything wow. can be terrorism. Wow, that's insane. I can't wait. The university can be sued. The entire university, a university body, can Mm -hmm. be sued as terrorist and lose its its, uh, accreditation uh, within seven hours, I think it was, that they decided that they were going to trial this, uh, take this university, the university, and and went to, and, and within seven hours, it was gone. 
Yeah, once they introduced the Patriot Act, it was all over. Yeah. I just want to, just for people that are watching here, like, we moan about our freedoms here and in the US. Where Paula is, it is mental, okay? It bonkers. Bonkers level that we can't even fathom. Okay? Canada. You're on about Canada. No. No, no I'm, I'm not in Canada no. right now. But, no, but you've moved I'm from Canada. Canada. But Canada yeah, was bad, I'm right? Canadian. Canada I'm Canadian. was bad. I'm Canadian. And yeah. I, I lived a lot of time yeah. in Europe and Norway. In the United mm -hmm. States, I lived in, in UK, sorry, I lived in yeah. Richmond and then in Hamster Heath. Hamster Heath. Mm -hmm. Hamster Heath. Oh, I forget about that. And at first, I lived in Richmond and then Hamster Heath. And then I'm, I went back to Norway, lived in Spain, a lot, a long time in Europe. And then I, I'm back here. And, uh, and then I go to Norway again and Canada. I am Canadian, you know, so people a lot of times say, why do you speak against the royal family? And it's like I am speaking for the monarchy. If a royal gets in the crossfire, tough, you know, but but yeah. there are certain institutions that, that you know, that people don't like democracy. If somebody's behaving anti-democratically, I speak out against it, you know. So is, is censorship worse in Canada than America? No, actually, in Canada, you get more news. For example, Canadians, uh, we band together when Meghan Markle and Harry moved to British Columbia and we found out we were paying for their security there. And there was a petition that within a week raised over 80,000 signatures. So that idiot Trudeau had to say, OK, by um, on March, you're done. We're done paying for security. So um, ca Canadians are, are right now. I don't know if you heard about this. There was a huge demonstration in Ottawa against against LGBTQ, I don't know how many syllables there are, yeah. uh, in school, because kids were not felt safe in school, that they, females should be female in bathrooms. I mean, the fact that we're having this conversation after all the science, it's, it's, it's bonkers. It's bonkers, you know? So, but you know, you, you have a huge follow. I mean, I, I watch your, your channel a lot. Sean, you know, and you have no idea how many people write to me. Don't go on that man's channel. He's this, he's that. And like, oh, how disappointed they are in me. You know, like they're going to write to YouTube to tell me because I'm, I'm, I'm with the likes of you. And I'm like, are you that, serious? That all started when I was going after the Jeffrey case. So then all of these campaigns were put out against me to try and destroy my reputation. And that's when I got called into. That's when I got called into the cop shop. That's when I lost my channel twice. All that stuff happened when I started reporting on the Jeffrey case. So they put all these things out to try and destroy my reputation. And to this day, you know, I still, I still have to deal with all that. We, we have to file lawsuits and all kinds yeah. of things. Are yeah. you serious? That's so costly. It's mental. Yep, it was. Paula. Yep. We can't talk about yep. it anymore. We need, we've, we've said it too many times. Like, it's freaking me out. Like, we need to just change the fucking subject, okay? I'm getting a fucking headache. Amy wants to be a mod. Ron, I told you that I... Okay, guys. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I, I did hire a genealogist because Meghan Markle claimed to be 43% um, Nigerian. In 2015 or 16, she claimed she was from Malta and that she had taken a genealogist with her to Malta. She declared that on the Rachel Ray show. So even though now it's been confirmed that none of her relatives are from Malta, they're Irish, Scottish, and yeah. other. But and again, 
I can't wait for you to do this. And I'm just steering us off because it's a slippery slope for me and Paula. We'll start ranting about the Royals. We're just going <laughs> to... No, 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 no. Perhaps, perhaps, Ron, perhaps we should wrap it up here, Ron. We've done two hours. Yeah, we're going to wrap it. The reason why I wanted to tell yeah. you this yeah. is because... I'm with you. That's a PhD. Yeah. She's done this all her life. And as yeah. soon as I told her I was going to do this, she's terrified yeah, because of the backlash. I can't wait, wow. Paula. When oh, you mentioned no, it, I think it was a couple world. of weeks ago, the you told me. Celebrating it's genius. Yeah. It's genius. And I, I honestly, it's I can't wait. It's the backlash that people are terrified of. It's the censorship. It's being canceled. You know, just like you, Sean. I mean, you ended up yeah. at a police yeah. station. You got your channel canceled, right, Ron? Yep, yep. I just want, I'm just checking the likes. If we're not at 500 likes, I'm just going to sit here and talk about Pokemon. Until you get me the 500 <laughs> likes. Okay. And I can talk a lot about Pokemon. So can we just get up to 500? Oh, we're at 585. I stand corrected. I'm sorry. So, how do you see this brand Russell? Brand, I say brand Russell to play with the algorithm. How do you see this playing out? So we, the lawyer that we interviewed last week, he said there's a best case and a worst case scenario. Best case scenario is that it doesn't become a criminal matter. But London Metropolitan Police have announced that they are investigating uh, complaints, allegations have been made to the police now. All the mainstream media are calling for people to go to the police, of course. Um, so the best case scenario for him is that it doesn't become a criminal case. Worst case scenario is that he has criminal charges in California and the UK and could face prison time in both jurisdictions. So he could end up like Julian Assange. That's right. And do you know what? Do you know what? I think that's a good cliffhanger. I think that should be what we discuss on the next show. We'll look at the possibilities and the parallels with Assange and the outcome where America is involved. Into that thing, you, know? you know that he did seek refuge in, in Central America? Who did? Julian Assange, he did seek refuge in Central America. Uh, uh, Julian Assange would have been at the point where he would have tried to dig a hole in the ground <laughs> at one point to get away. That's how deep he was. I just want to say to all the people that were saying they love Pokemon, if you jump on to my new channel, Rook Collects, R-O-O-Q-K-O-L-X, Rook Collects, um, I'm starting content there. I stream once a week on a Sunday on, on Twitch doing Pokemon stuff. I've got a WhatNot channel. Just support the Pokemon. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, listen. I think we should leave on this cliffhanger. I think we should come back to that. Snowden's another belter to, to, to throw in the mix as well. Uh, and I also well, want to touch on Tim Ballard. involved in that. Yeah, yeah, I want to touch on Tim Ballard this week because it's very rare do so someone get accusations when you read it and there's really no ac 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 no accusations. Like it's. It's, it's mad. So I think we need to start looking now. And I think it's important, Sean, that we take cases that are similar to build a, a, a date, the data. Because sitting here and just talking about one case and then throwing some, um, you know, non-really uh, researched on that evening uh, reference back to another case, if we build uh, something visual, right, where we have all these cases and the same outcomes and all the rest, like I'm doing my wedger with that other case, um, I think that would help everyone because I think when you see so much of it laid out, it's harder to deny the coincidence because when can, coincidence happens once, sure, but when it's 200 years of coincidence and systems in place, I think it's 
I think it would do our viewers justice to visualize this as well as hear it. So let's get and the viewers out. are asking where they can find your channels. The links are in the description box for Paula's channel and Ron's channel. So please yeah. support them. You can find me at projectrook.com. It's on the screen. Uh, all my links are there. All my content's there. Everything I do with Sean's there. All my old content there that got banned is there. Pokemon's there. It's a good time, people. Okay. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. <laughs> Much love and respect wherever you yeah, are in the world. You. And we will see you next time. Thank you.